The Artist Talk Series is presented to you by Pulpo Gallery. Visit pulpogallery.com to learn more. My name is Cesara Maria Cassian from Pulpo Gallery and today we have as a guest the artist Agnes Grohulska. Uh, Grohulska's work has been exhibited worldwide in both group and solo shows, including in New York, Miami, Richmond, Washington DC and Switzerland. Agnes' work won several awards and has been published including in Colossal Magazine, Artists Magazine and Drawing Magazine. Her paintings and drawings have been collected uh, throughout US and Europe. Dear Agnes, thank you, thank you for joining me. I'm, I'm very happy to talk to you again. Thank you, nice to see you too. Um, let's begin our discussion and um, we'll talk about beginning. Um, can you remember your first drawing and um, did you knew as a kid uh, what do you want to do when you grow up? And uh, well, what about the studying time? Did you know what, what direction your, your life is gonna go? Yeah, so um, I don't think I remember my very first drawing, but I remember uh, that I was drawing. I remember drawing a lot as a child and, and not just drawing, but, but making things, creating things, making things out of paper or cardboard or just any kind of found, uh, materials that I could I could find around me. Um, so I think I had the idea that this is what I want to do just because I'm you know I'm good at it, I'm interested in it and there wasn't much uh, other things that I was that interested in in. So you know also just by negation I, I, I knew I I can't do other things or want <laughs> be interested in so this is this is it uh, I tried different things I, I don't think I knew I wanted to paint or, or even be like a visual artist I I just knew I wanted to create something I tried different things like theater and writing and I toyed with the idea of being a screenplay writer or a, or a producer director uh, for a little bit and and eventually settled at, at, on visual arts and applied to an art academy in, in Poland, in Warsaw. That's when I started uh, studying. And um, so, so, well, this is a kind of quite a mature um, I, a set of idea, you know, for a child to know, to know so, so in such an early age, what, what you're going to do, you know, I, I know I'm not, a, I'm not going to be a doctor or, or I don't know, a policeman, right. but I'm going to be an artist. And um, so this dream of becoming an artist um, didn't vanish, um, not even as you decided to take the necessary time to, to raise the kids and to support your husband. Um, in this time, the love of painting, well, um, kind of flourished and you become, um, yeah, hungry for art. Um, tell me more about this intensive time of yours, you know, moving to USA, raising your kids and uh, after years and years deciding to become um, the artist you always wanted to be. 
<laughs> right. So be between the time, uh, you know, uh, of school, of an art academy of school and, and right now being an artist, a professional artist, uh, I had somewhat of a break. That was the time when I uh, was raising family. We moved to the United States. Both my husband and I are, are from Poland and we moved initially for his school, for his PhD program and then uh, his work and just kind of never, never went back, stayed here, raised family. And uh, um, honestly, during the time, um, I just couldn't do anything else. Staying home with kids was something that, that I wanted to do and was happy to do, but it also took all my mental space and just time during the day. Um, and it was at the moment when our youngest went full time to school and our oldest son went to college that um, I had a little more, more headspace and, and, and time in my life to create again and, and even start thinking um, about it and what do I want to do. And it was also, also a realization that this is the moment, you know, kind of now or never moment. Like <laughs> if I want to do it, I better get to it now. And I, I started and went kind of wholeheartedly into, into the process slowly easing myself at first, but but really being serious about it. I started with uh, figure drawing, attending kind of open sessions and and exercising again, and almost like putting myself again through through schooling and the practice of plein air painting and, and setting still life, um, still lives for myself, painting portraits of, of family and friends. Mm -hmm. And then slowly, slowly developing like more, more of a narrative and, and, and ideas. What do I want to say? What, mm -hmm. what, what is it all about? And I guess oh, that's, like, that's where I am now. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it was like, like, um, like a train, you know, it's now and never. And um, well, resuming your, your artist walk um, as nothing um, really happened, you know, in between. And, and it's, a, it's a strong, um, it's a, you need a lot of power to, to start over, you know, with something you, you, you stopped doing and uh, well, becoming, becoming the artist you, you wanted to be. So the decisive uh, moment, um, the moment of breakthrough, was when you when you saw that the kids are out of the house, <laughs> they they uh, they can uh, do their own thing, and you you can start um, yeah you can start make art again. And um, during this process of um, discovering your own technique and style and and developing your own artistic uh, artistical concept. Um, did you have some inspirational artists? Was somebody in the art world who, who inspired you and said, "Oh, this is this is the one. This is the one who, yeah, my my example." Yeah, I I don't I don't think I don't remember having one person or a, um, you know period or not in art uh, that would uh, that would be my inspiration per se, but I'm sure. I was inspired nevertheless and just kind of going into into painting bringing my own um, experience and mm -hmm. all the things i learned in art school and 
and everywhere else. Uh, I think it was more of a more of a um, trying to follow my own way in a way you know what what is important to me, what ideas I want to I want to explore and what is the way that I draw and paint that is that is maybe different than other people that feels like mine you know just looking looking at something that I that I've done and it like feels like your own. I guess that's what I was after but um, I'm I'm aware of you know being being uh, influenced by uh, the whole history of, of European art and probably specifically Polish artists, mm-hmm. both the historical ones and contemporary, and also things like literature, like theater, like theater plays, and not just plays, but movements in theater. Mm-hmm. Um, there is quite a, quite a um, important history in avant-garde art that happened in Poland with, with the art of, of the theater of Kantor and, and China and other mm-hmm. other producers, directors. Um, so I'm sure that's that's in me and I'm happy to explore it, I guess, <laughs> further. And um, well, your paintings um, are like a perfect symbiosis, you know, between um, the figurative and, and uh, the abstract. You use the impasto technique, and um, this impasto technique, it's um, it's it's a beloved way for for mixing the color directly and on the canvas, you know. But you don't do that. You you just apply high contrast colors near to pastel colors, um, without mixing them. You know, it's like. It's like you're forcing the viewer to to make a connection with the with the sitter with with the person you painted, and um, at the same time um, with with you as a creator, you know, it's um, the mu- the viewer must must mix the colors and um, uh, must search for the right hues and and shades. You know, it's like it's this connection with with the with the viewer and the creator and at the same time with with the with the person you 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 painted right so um yeah the the texture in paintings is something both that i like um in art that i'm looking at i'm interested just drawn to art that is more textural and and shows more of the process and both the the gestural nature and maybe more of an impressionistic mm-hmm. approach to painting. Uh, and it's also something that comes more natural to me in my painting, kind of, you know, without thinking, without having a preconceived ideas how I want it to look in the end or how I want to approach painting. This is how naturally I, I start. And, uh, and I guess I'm just going with it, letting it, you know, be that way. Um, you are right about the connection. So the connection between the artist, artwork and the viewer is something that, that is important to me and I, I'd like to explore it in my, in my work. And I think texture is one of the things that adds to it both by inviting the viewer into the, the process of painting. It's somewhat of a, you know, like a time capsule, a moment moment kind of a cut in time that you can see in the painting by following the process, almost like looking back 
following the footsteps of, of, mm. of art, artists. And it's something I like to do. I like to, you know, put my face close to the, to the painting and, and, and see how it was done and maybe, you know, what the artist did it, what, what way. Um, and I, I hope it's interesting for people who look at my paintings that would be the, the texture. It also gives a dimensional character to the work. It almost makes it 3D, mm. uh, giving it, you know, kind of like puts it in the in the realm of, of, of the, 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 the world, <laughs> you know, the 3D world and, and making it something more substantial than just an idea, just a, con a concept. And I like that. Yeah, because um, the, the, there is an there is an element uh, that you use in your within your paintings, you know, and this is the um, the line. Yeah, the line is a is a border, and at the same time as a connection. Um, how do you switch between these these two character um, of of the line itself? Um. So the, the line is, um, it's again, something that I've always used in my painting and drawing um, and something that you can, you can say I see as my style mm -hmm. of outlining things or using a contour line to characterize objects and, and people even. Uh, and it's also something that on an intellectual level, I feel like it, it both defines the subject and uh, connects, that way connects it with the viewer, but also divides it by creating mm -hmm. a border. And, um, and I like that. And like in the outline painting series of my portraits, the line that is uh, outlining the portrait that creates a frame uh, is both a metaphor for, a, for an actual frame and, mm -hmm. and I hope it kind of incorporates it and connects it to the, to the history of portraiture painting. And it also, it also frames, like literally frames the, the face of, of the subject of the painted mm -hmm. person. And by that, puts the focus on, on the face and maybe on the emotion, maybe on the feeling, something about that person that, that I'd like to people to notice. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing is the, the outline, the color of line is important and it works both on you know, aesthetic level, just something that I think will look, will look good and will work with the shades and colors in the face or maybe in the background and just brings additional emotional uh, emotional message because colors do do have meaning and make us make us feel certain way and it might be different for different people but mm -hmm. it's just brings another element and i like that this part of your paintings you're you're very you're seeking for the emotions you know for the inner life of of, of the of the person you you paint and um at the same time this this impasto technique you know you you create a certain um fleshy you know something uh, carnal within your painting um how how do you how can you paint something some some feelings when you're when you're you're when you're like um, at the border with with this fleshiness of, of the human being. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I think that 
impasta technique, you know, is a way of mimicking uh, the human flesh, kind of literally the, the skin. It creates the, the uh, again, the 3D surface and just imitates that tactical, you know, um, characteristics of, of human skin and it works, it works well with, uh, with the message with portraying people and I think that's, that's what's happening in my paintings and you can see it in, in different artists of course, uh, Lucien Freud would be um, an example that comes to mind and you, when you see his paintings in person, some of them are, there's really a lot of paint and it's almost like a relief or a, or a mm -hmm. sculpture work uh, as much as, as a painting. And mm -hmm. it, it really makes you, makes you feel like you are in a presence of, of, a, of a being, you know, of, of, of the mm -hmm. person. And the thing is, you know, you, like Lucian Freud was like, um, was, was on this carnal, on this fleshiness of the people, you know, he wanted to to catch this 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 materiality of the of the flesh. But you, you're different. You you like combining this this emotions, this this um, these feelings of the people you portrayed within the flesh. You know, it's like it's a it's a perfect symbiosis of of this this um, what what a human it is. You know, it's materiality, but at the same time, it's right. the soul. It's something. Um, um, yeah, the duality of, of, of uh, human life and, and I guess, you know, the world in general is, is very interesting and I guess it's something that art tries to, tries mm -hmm. to discover and if not discover, at least follow the, you know, yeah. the thought and, and help us realize. So the people are an infinite source of inspiration for you. It's, it's non- uh, it's non-defying um, and then an infinite um, source of, of everything, you know, of beauty and of, of, of inspiration. Yeah, it's, um, it's an incredible thing, you know, um, to, to see how, how, how this, um, this border of the, of, the, of the carnal, of the people can be break through, through the feelings, through... through um, so this combining of both, you know, it's not not yeah. uh, not uh, carnal anymore, but it's also not not just feelings are just together. The, the people are always kind of in the center of my of my interest, mm -hmm. at least at least for now. It's something that I'm that I'm exploring, and I uh, I think it's a very you know psychologically you know the psychological explanation for it is we are drawn to to another human being and human face and body uh, expresses the best uh, ideas that, that are in us, concepts of you know, relationship or, or how we see the world, how people interact with each other. I do love landscape painting and, and still alive and I'm interested in other forms. It's just, I don't think they translate the, the 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 ideas and the message that right now I'm after as well as as human face um, the this I like working in series um, the one series that 
we can talk about is uh, archetypes. That's a painting series that will be shown at the Virginia Museum of Contemporary Art uh, here in Virginia in opening this fall. And um, that's a series that's based on the 12 archetypes as uh, created and described by Carl Gustav Jung, the German Austrian philosopher. And my, um, my, uh, my, my journey into it, the idea behind it is I'm interested in following his concept of, of symbols and the motives that we create for, for ourselves and um, both to understand the world, he used it for psychology, for, for, uh, for explaining human behavior, but we see those motives in art as well, in literature, in, um, in movies, in, in uh, visual arts. And what they mean to us, there is a very interesting duality in the motives. So he created, he came up with the 12 um, characters called ruler, um, hero, caregiver, different names. And each of them has um, this, um, this duality to, to the character of both positive and negative traits. And it kind of, you know, explains the human the human, uh, the human behavior and the human, you know, soul. How how we can, uh, unless we achieve some sort of balance, we can easily, easily sway into one or another. And I I found it very interesting to try to portray in each character. So in one painting, trying to capture both, you know, of the, of the infinity of human <laughs> human, you know, possibilities, the positive and the and the negative. Um, um, I hope I hope it you know translates. I hope I succeeded, and I'm very interesting to see to see the um, reaction and how how people will see it because uh, it will mean something different to different people. And I think our idea <clears throat> for the show, the museum, and I are that we want. Uh, let the people know the titles as easily. I mean, the, the characters won't be, won't be titled, won't be named right away. So each of the viewers can, uh, you know, have a, have a moment to interpret it and maybe guess what they see in the, in the face, in the portrait person. And, and that's something that I'm interested as the um, part of the, of the artist art viewer relationship and interaction mm. and um yeah we'll we'll see how that goes that's happening this fall the show opens november 16th and goes mm -hmm. until february wow so so this is a quite a, a trip you you took you know to explore this kind of um emotions and at the same time archetypes what what characters you know people yeah. characters uh, did you have some um, difficulty uh, to to paint one of these <laughs> but what 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 uh, was it the angry man or or the the, <laughs> the ruler <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the ruler was was fun. <laughs> the ruler yeah. was great to portray. Um, 
I think there is one archetype, I won't, I won't say which one, that I tried to use myself as a, as a prototype for that person and for that, you know, character, for that, those traits. And that was a little bit difficult. And again, I guess because of the psychology, you know, behind it, <laughs> um, but, but fun as well. So you're done with this series and I'm done with this. This mm -hmm. is yes, ready to 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 be hung to exhibit. Yes, to exhibit. And um are you working um now in another series? And you know, um there is a question I wanted to ask you. Um when when do you feel like a series is complete? When when do you say, mm -hmm. okay, I have to 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 stop doing that? <laughs> It's done. I, I'm, 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 I'm happy with with the um, with the result. Yeah. So well, I don't think it's a question of being happy with it. I'm never happy. It's hard to be happy with, with your own creation. Um, you can always, you know, add something more. But but there is a moment that I will tell myself, okay, it's done. And I think it's the moment when when I feel I can't improve anything i can't add to it at this time mm -hmm. it's a i feel like painting creating is very time sensitive in a way that the painting that um is is finished done and that i'm doing right now is the painting that was supposed to happen right now and if i start it in an hour in a day in a week it would be a completely different painting so there is really no point of of exploring all those ideas on one canvas just it's done at this moment because this is as much as i wanted to say as much as i can say at this very moment with a painting series um it's a little bit different sometimes like with the archetypes i'll start with a set number from the beginning mm -hmm. so i know it's gonna be 12 because this was the concept behind it and that's a little bit easier although even with the archetypes i painted more than 12 and then just chose the 12 that i felt worked the best for the show uh with other series when I feel I explored, explored and exploited the idea uh, enough um, that it works as a as a cohesive cohesive body of work, that's probably when 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 I'll end up. Also, when I'm not interested in it, when you know my interest wanes, when it's not fun anymore. I like I like for the painting process to be fun too to be um, have element of play and discovery mm -hmm. and, and surprise me in some way. And if that's that's gone because I'm you know plainly saying bored with it, that that's it. I, I won't I won't do anything anything more and I'm just happy to, to let it be. And it's kind of a little bit the same with, with painting process when I work on, on particular painting. I like to keep the process open. So I don't, usually I don't start with, uh, you know, color studies or, or sketches, preliminary sketches. Uh, I start with a very general idea, something, something that I want to convey. And then I like to explore it as I go. And, and, and leave it to interpretation. And it changes throughout the process and it often will 
uh, surprised me in the end that it looks somewhat different than what I thought it will look or it's, mm -hmm. it's even mm -hmm. telling me something different than I thought you know about uh, about what I'm trying to say or about the just the the the, the idea in the beginning and mm -hmm. I find it both fascinating and it just keeps me keeps me going it's you know it's a long hours and days that that I spend or any artist spends on, on, on creating. So it has to be engaging and, and interesting. Oh, thank you so much for this, uh, this whole um, explanation of, uh, of um, when, when, uh, when a series may uh, be called done. Um, uh, what about the next uh, solo shows? We have a group show uh, coming at at Pulpo Gallery oh, exactly. in Bernal, and that's opening in November as well. And this is the invitation. <laughs> the invitations are here. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm so happy, yeah, to have my paintings on as the cover. That's great. So I'll have a few paintings um, in that show. Mm -hmm. uh, there will be paintings from the outline series, mm -hmm. the gestures, and a few line sketches. Mm -hmm. And the, the title of the group show is Painting Out Loud, and I really like the title, and I think it, it really uh, expresses the idea of you know what 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 creating is what painting is and in in the case of visual arts of painting not so much as thinking but kind of you know painting out loud meaning putting your thoughts and your ideas in front of other people's um, eyes and I like how it ties the title and and the show um, ties those two internal external you know uh, capacities of, of of painting together it's something you know we as as artists start by by um, internally like a retrospect kind of internal thinking and conceptualizing in an artwork which is the outward of you know effect of our of our thinking process and then the, um, the viewer comes and finishes the process exactly. in a way by adding their own ideas and mm -hmm. and interpretations and um, that's what I guess art is about and I, I love the, the connecting part and I think like the title really really shows the duality and, and explains not explains but hints at mm -hmm. what it is. Exactly, but because the, the, you as an artist, your 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 duty, if I can say that, um, is to is to make us see the things we can't we can't see, you know, to visualize and to to translate it, um, it um, through a painting, you know, it's the things we don't see or we don't um, we don't um, uh, understand, and you translate them uh, uh, through through the art, you know, through through these paintings. And this is um, um, it's a very hard uh, job to do, you know. It's a, <laughs> it's um, a very rewarding job to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and a privilege to be a part of the of the process of the shamanistic, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. yeah, and ritual of 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 art. 
this is our your group um, show and at the same time you're having a solo show at the Pulvo Gallery. Uh, yes, we have. Uh, I have another solo show coming next year, so 2022 at Pulvo Gallery mm -hmm. and we're working on the dates and, and themes for the show. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm working right now on a new painting series that is based kind of on a theme of theater. So mm -hmm. again, going back to my to my roots and just kind of something that I was interested about. And my idea behind it is that the theater works as a metaphor for many things, for um, how we see the world, for relationships. I'm specifically interested in the, in the art world. And again, in the connection between, between people and specifically artists artwork mm -hmm. and the viewer and uh, even narrowing it down to the art world as as the inside machine working you know with with all the all the parts of it the agents the galleries the artists the the, the public so yeah, it's a it's a quite hard uh, job you have, you you have to do now like because <laughs> the theater world it's something so so complex you know there are so many um, elements you have to combine to have this result, you know, and um, I don't want to ask you how many pictures or paintings <laughs> you already have. I think, I think I have about, about eight. Oh <laughs> God, I, I don't know <laughs> I how, how large or small the series is to, is to be, but yeah, I feel like, you know, performing on the stage is very mm -hmm. similar to, to performing as, as an artist and the connection and the viewer uh, creator mm -hmm. relationship is very similar and I'm interested to see how I can I can translate it by using the the, the theater props so to speak yeah. for, mm -hmm. for for my narrative like masks and puppets and spotlight and the stage itself. Well, uh, dear Agnes, this <laughs> was a, a, a very, very um, inspirational conversation we have. Uh, I want to thank you so, so much for your thank time. You. And um, um, I'm so happy to see your works live. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, to, uh, to see you and um, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and, and me as well. And thank you for the conversation. It was a pleasure. The Artist Talk series was presented to you by Pulpo Gallery. Thank you for listening. <laughs>